Hey everyone, welcome to Salary Capped. I'm your host, Tyler Kern. Thank you all so much for joining us for this episode of the show. Today I'm joined by Don White, CEO and co-founder of Satisfy Labs. Satisfy Labs is the leading interactive search engine around the innovations the sports and live industry, uh, live entertainment industry are deploying to reassure fan confidence. Don, thanks so much for joining me. Thank you for having me, I appreciate it. Absolutely, absolutely. So Don, just give us an intro into what you do at Satisfy Labs, especially as it relates to, uh, to sports. Yeah, our product started very simply with uh, my partner, Randy Newman, looking at a menu one day and saying that City Field had bacon on a stick and nobody knew. So we started building these complex search engines for fans to really find out anything they need to know in a conversational format. So right now, during the baseball season, without fans, we were handling queries about a lot of social justice questions, a lot of questions about scheduling and player safety and, and things of that sort. Now moving into the NFL, it's more about safety, preparedness, how are you going to make me feel good about coming out to a game, and a doubled with excitement, uh, when is my city or team going to let me come to a game? So we're handling thousands of questions every day. So where do you get the information to, to answer those questions that you're getting from fans? All the content supplied by the teams. So we have over 200 customers in the verticals you mentioned. So the fun part is that as a community, as an AI trained community, we can help one team that might open up earlier than the other, and they can look back and kind of get some intelligence as to what to prepare for. But the answers are always supplied by the source, which is the brand. Absolutely, absolutely. So obviously, you know, you, you referenced that these are interesting, strange times, uh, especially in sports where uh, you have some teams operating with fans, some without uh, small amounts of fans in different spots. And then also we're kind of living under this new normal of social distancing and other guidelines that have, uh, that have been implemented to try to keep people safe. What kind of technology is needed across arenas, stadiums, and teams to help uh, implement this new reality? I think the first natural thing that you're seeing is the transition to digital ticketing is now immediate and, and no longer time-based. Some company, some teams got ahead of it. Other teams are moving quickly to it, working a lot, seeing a lot of content around obviously contactless payment and, and food ordering, whereas food ordering was more of a luxury item in some cases, hyper convenience, but smaller scale. Now you're just seeing it being rolled out widely because it's a, it's a necessity. Uh, we're working on a project now with a company that measures the density of lines. And that enables us to help guide people to either the less crowded areas or the optimum places to wait on a line when that's necessary. So that technology, like the camera work, is really coming out and, and becoming a necessity. That's really interesting. You know, you, as you talk about that, you're mentioning things that, um, that, as you said, were previously luxuries, are becoming necessities. And, and that seems to be a trend across uh, a lot of different areas. Um, technology that was considered at one point to be not something that you absolutely needed is now essential. So uh, how have you seen that development occur and what does that look like for you guys specifically? Well, whereas in the past, we would be assessing demand for certain technologies. So being a search engine or a, an answer engine, some people call us, we're able to see an intent. And so a lot of times the investment in these technologies was based on the consumer demand. Will this change the fan experience? So now it's gone from, oh, I think it'd be convenient to get food in my seats versus now it's I cannot eat unless it's being delivered to my seat. So I think that behavioral change where everyone is now taking a step back, there's less of a need to justify some of these expenses because human behavior and fan behavior has changed forcibly. So now we have to find the solutions that we might not have invested in years ago 
our platform can now see the demand and also help people get to the right things. So it's a convenient way for them to access those tools. So you said all of the information that you get is provided by teams. So then do teams receive data on what people are looking for, what questions they're asking? And then does that allow them to tailor their experience a little bit more to what fans are asking and what fans are looking for? Absolutely. The early days, uh, we used to, we would tell a team that, by the way, the beer brands that you have in inventory are different than the ones being demanded. So here are some products. We have a great use case about uh, seeing demand for ice cream versus frozen yogurt and them not being comparable. Hot chocolate and coffee are not the same. I know that you know that, but <laughs> there's some people think a hot drink is the same. Now we're starting to be able to identify areas of communication where the teams or venues can improve. So if we're getting a lot of questions about a mask policy or about an entry policy, that will indicate an operations adjustment in signage or something about communication around the tickets being purchased. Absolutely. So one of the one of the innovations that you mentioned earlier was an evolution in ticketing, and we've seen uh, a lot of ticketing go away from paper and go more towards a, an entirely contactless mobile type of transaction, and you use a mobile phone to get into a game and that sort of thing. Um, this evolution seemed to take place really, really quickly. Um, talk to me just about the current state of ticketing, where it is now, and where you see it moving in the future. It's interesting because the the concept of ticketing is actually extended outside sports for the first time. Mm. Like, did you ever think you'd have to reserve a ticket to go to a zoo or an aquarium, uh, things of that sort? And that has that has now happened. We are handling those questions. In, in this ticketing package, I think now that we've moved to digital, one of our most popular products is a digital ticketing assistant, which is simply designed to help someone get the ticket from the app. But now that the ticketing is in the app, it really enables the teams to personalize the experience more because the more time they're in the app, the more things they're doing, the more data is being transferred to them. So digital ticketing is good for the fan for convenience, but it's great for the rights holder for their ability to use the data in the future. Definitely, definitely. And so we've talked a lot about technology and how it's evolving the experience, but how has it elevated the, the customer experience for fans that are going to games? And what do you think for um, fans who maybe haven't been to a game now in eight, nine months, how is the fan experience going to look different post-COVID once maybe fans are welcomed back into stadiums on a larger scale? Will they be shocked by the differences in the fan experience? What's that going to look like? I have to say the reading the information that I have access to, it's it's been nothing but gratefulness. And the teams have been really strong about communicating what to expect before you come and providing tools like ours for that. So I think the fan is so excited about being able to come back to an experience that they didn't know they could lose. You're seeing a hyper level of organization around these teams. So is the experience different? Some people don't mind not being as crowded and having the room. A lot of people don't mind the convenience of, of going digital. So I think the positive is going to be moving forward. By the time we're fully functioning with fans again, I think those technologies of convenience, like we just talked about, will just add a layer to make the experience even greater than what it had been had this not happened. Definitely. And sometimes it takes a situation like this to kind of force some innovation through that has been waiting for a long time and has always been there. Uh, but it takes a catalyst to kind of uh, push teams or organizations in the right direction. And it feels like that's kind of where we are now. What kinds of innovations do you see coming down the pipeline that might uh, be around in the next couple of years that'll further evolve maybe the fan experience when it comes to going to sporting events? I'm, I'm very bullish on, on the voice experience. I think that that has not been adopted at 
talk about early adoption. I don't think that's been adopted to the level that you'll see in the next 18 months because the engagement of people spending time in the car and being able to do a lot of work or information or purchasing while they're not commuting as much in the next few months, I think voice is going to pop, including voice commerce. Um, I talked recently about AR, VR and how, how those may impact it. Obviously now you start to look more at, at VR because there's some experiential things that perhaps from our home can be enhanced and, and supplement it. Uh, we developed a new product around searching future answers. So we saw something in the Broadway market with people asking searches that weren't available to be answered. When are tickets coming back on sale? So we have a new product where you can search now and subscribe to the answer later, which means when the brand or the source has the answer, they'll contact you and say, I have the answer you wanted, by the way, and I'll sell it to you right now. So tons of innovation, I think, is bubbling up just by seeing the behavioral change. Well, it's been a time of, of great innovation with a lot changing in the world of sports. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it's, it's been really interesting discussing some of these trends with you today. Don White, CEO and co-founder of Satisfy Labs. Don, where can people find out more about Satisfy Labs and learn a little bit more about what you provide? Thank you. Uh, our website's www.satisfywithanilabs.com. My name's Don White, and, and I always like to meet new people and talk shop like this. So I just appreciate spending time chatting with you today. Absolutely, no, I've I've had a blast, and thank you so much for sharing your ex, um, expert insights and uh, and expertise here on Salary Cap. Mm -hmm.